0: Hello, Shameless Moms. Happy Monday. If you're listening in live time, it's the Monday after Christmas. Oh my gosh. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy almost New Year. You might be in that window between Christmas and New Year's where one minute you're like, oh, it's the holidays and it's so magical. And then the next minute you're like, send these people around me back to work and send these children back to school. So wherever you're at, I hope that you are doing well and I hope that you're enjoying some peace and quiet question mark in this season or maybe you're listening after the holidays and you're like yeah thank god we're back to normal in any case i'm so happy that you're here and i'm really excited about our topic today we're digging into something that matters a lot and i feel like it's something that i haven't dug into in the podcast and i haven't dug around in it in a minute But it's something that comes up all the time when I do interviews. So I think it's worth digging into more and having a bigger conversation about this. And I think it's a really great time of year to have this conversation because we're about to embark on a new beginning. So as we are about to enter 2022, if you're listening in live time, we're about to step into this new season where we are giving some thought to, how do I wanna show up and who am I becoming and what do I wanna accomplish? And so there's reflection around that. And that's a great time for us to check in around our identity and check in around like, who am I and why am I that person? <laughs> and what are the identities that I carry? And whether what, what are the identities that I really want to step into this year? Maybe reinvent or rebuild in certain ways, maybe shed completely, or maybe revive like pieces of ourselves that we haven't really tapped into in a while. So I know for me, Identity became a big deal after Vinny was born, and I didn't realize it was a big deal until I realized that I did not know who I was, and I was really panicky not knowing who I was and not knowing who I was going to become. It it became this overwhelming, and if I'm being honest, burdensome task to try to figure that out when Vinny was about one, when I finally had this realization that I wasn't going to go back to my old self, in air quotes, my old self. But I was like, so I'm not going back to that old person and I don't know who this new person is and I guess I could make her anything she wants to be, but I don't know what that is and I don't have time to figure it out. That did not feel good and it took me a while, like three years to figure it out. In those first few months after becoming a mom, I know you can relate relate to this, you start to feel like all your other identities are being stripped away. Like 97% of your attention goes to this baby, the other 3% is spread across all your past identities that you carried up until the moment you gave birth. So partner, friend, employee, athlete, artist, free spirit, independent woman, all those things. And then all of a sudden you are just showing up as a shell of your former self and all of those formerly cherished roles. So maybe prior to having a child, you were super invested in your career, or maybe a hobby, or just being an independent woman who could do whatever she wanted, whenever she wanted, and you could be spontaneous and really take advantage of opportunities. And then all of a sudden you're like, I'm none of those things anymore. And what does that mean? And how do I get back to those things if I want them? Or maybe I don't want them anymore, I don't even know. I know for me, it took me a few years to figure out who I was beyond a mom. And I did not see that coming. Nobody warned me. Like people warned me about a lot of stuff in becoming a mom. They warned me about not sleeping and they warned me that nursing was hard, although they didn't warn me enough about how hard nursing was. (laughs) They warned me about not having a lot of time, but no one said anything about like, you will just not even know who you are. No one said that. And I still don't see or hear people saying that. So I recognized that there was no going back to my old roles and my old identities because some of them just didn't fit anymore. And the ones that did still fit, they were like dressed completely differently now than they were previous to me becoming a mom. So even the things like, you know, I was still a personal trainer and I still owned a gym, but it was really different once I had a kid. Like before I was I loved my work and I loved it after Vinnie was born, but I loved working until like eight o'clock most nights of the week. And I loved having middle time in the middle of the day to take naps. So I would like get up and have early morning clients and teach classes. And then I would be home. I would often be gone from like 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. and then home for a few hours and take lunch or eat a lunch and watch a show and take a nap. Like it was real luxurious, but I did not know that at the time. And then I'd go back to work in the afternoon and see my afternoon clients and then come home and hop on the computer and do emails and drink a glass of wine while I was doing email till like eight o'clock at night. My husband would be working on his business. I loved all that. And when it was gone, I didn't know. I was like, yeah, so I'm still a personal trainer. I'm still a gym owner. I still run and create all these fitness programs and wellness programs. But like my identity being as different as it is means that all those things have to change in terms of how I show up, how I run a business, how I run fitness programs. I mean, there was like so many things that suddenly I was like, oh gross, I'm never ever gonna talk about bikini bodies again in my life. Like Things that just instantly overnight, I was like, that's disgusting (laughs) and I will never promote a program like that again. And so a whole bunch of things changed and there were identities that I wanted to shed. And then there was these other identities that just seemed in flux where I was like, yeah, like I'm still that thing, but I don't know how to wear it anymore. So I felt like, yeah, I'm still a wife, but I love you in more of a I love you and can we not talk right now because I'm too tired to talk or listen kind of a way. Or yeah, I'm still a business owner, but in a like cut to the chase, I only have time for the essential details right now kind of a way. And yeah, I'm still a daughter, but can I call you at nap time and only talk for like seven to 13 minutes because I have to shower and eat lunch and prep dinner and do laundry and clean the freaking breast pump parts kind of a way. Or yeah, I'm still a friend, but in a like, I know we're supposed to do dinner, but I'm really tired. Can we reschedule kind of a way? So I knew that I had all these identities, but I wasn't the same version of myself as I carried them. And it put me in this fog, a funky fog or a foggy funk. I don't know. (laughs) Either one or both. And that funky fog, foggy funk lasted a solid three years. And after three years, I started to get a glimpse of who I was becoming. And it really took me recognizing that I had been unconsciously rebuilding some pieces of my identity and having some time and space in that before I could look back and be like, oh, now I can see who I have become just a little bit in order to get a sense of who I want to become more. So I could see that I was a business owner who could move mountains with very little sleep. I was a wife who could relax and have fun and talk about something other than the baby. Like, that took me years to get to that point. (laughs) I was a daughter with healthier boundaries. I was a friend who was ready for new adventures, finally. Like, I did not want any new adventures for a solid three years after becoming a mom. I was a colleague who was a fantastic listener and advisor. And that was a new role for me, like really becoming a colleague to different people and a mentor to different people in different spaces, first in the fitness space and then in the podcast space. Understood Explains, and it will pop right up. Click on it, pick your episode, and get the answers that you've been looking for and the support that you need around different learning differences and differences in school. This episode is supported by Mysteries About True Histories, a podcast for your kiddos. So from the creators of the hit podcast, Who Smarted, and Netflix's Brainchild, comes the adventurous world of mysteries about true histories, affectionately known as math. Every episode follows Max and Molly who have just been recruited into a secret order of problem solvers on an adventure through time packed with puzzles, hidden equations, history and laughs, making learning cool. This podcast is perfect for ages six and up and new episodes drop every Thursday, each stacked with so much laughter that your kiddos won't even realize how much they're learning. I love a show where as a parent, you're like, hey, let's listen or watch this or whatever. And your kids are thinking they're like getting extra device time or what have you. And you're like, they're learning right now. So it feels like such a big win. So I want you to go check out Mysteries About True Histories wherever you listen to podcasts. You can tune into Mysteries About True Histories with your kids. You can follow and listen on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, wherever you're listening to this podcast. So go check out Mysteries About True Histories to listen in and have some fun with your kid while they learn today. I was a storyteller who could make people laugh and or cry on demand. I was a coach who could see people own their power and help them own their power in their lowest moments. I was an athlete who could dump two-hour workouts of the past and squeeze in 20 minutes of sweat to feel like a total badass on any given day. I was a student open to learning about the world and all people in new and different ways. Like I said, it took me a few years to recognize that these were the new identities that I was carrying, and this is the new way I was carrying some of the identities that I'd previously been carrying. Things started to fit, and I could get a sense of where I was going, and I had enough distance from that funky fog that I was able to really start to connect dots and put things together in terms of what have I been through in the last three years, and how am I moving forward from that, and what are things going to look like from here? understanding the ways that I carried my identities made all the difference in three different ways. And this is what I really wanna dig in with you today. So the first was in supporting my mental health. Understanding all of the ways that I carry these different identities made a huge difference in supporting my mental health. And this has continued to be the case. So now as I identify as someone with anxiety and someone with PTSD, I can continue to connect a ton of dots, but this really started out with recognizing like little things I needed to do to support my mental health because my anxiety would get so through the roof in those early days of motherhood and I found little things like okay I have to work out for like at least eight minutes or I am so impatient with my baby all day long so like if I can do an eight minute workout while he is eating Cheerios on the kitchen floor and I am next to him doing push-ups like we're good I started recognizing that I needed to have space from my child. And that allowed me to support my mental health. So over those first few years, recognizing at first thinking like I wanted to be with home with him full time and then recognizing like, "Mm, no, I want someone else to be with him part of the time, but I want him to still be in the house while I'm in the house. So we had a nanny who was amazing. And then it got to the point where I was like, "Mm, no, (laughs) I need more space. And then he went into full time daycare. And that was this constant evolution. My mental health, While those transitions were all very hard, my mental health got better and stronger with everyone. Being able to create space for myself to maintain my identities as a business owner and as a leader, while he had a different caretaker, really shifted things with my mental health and really allowed me to continue to own identities that meant a lot to me outside of motherhood. And then as I was later able to put together pieces around my mental health, specifically around holding anxiety and having that be something that I've been managing unknowingly since I was eight years old and then learning about PTSD and having that also be something that I've been managing since I was eight years old has allowed me to continue to connect a lot of dots and embrace different parts of my identity and parts really specific to my mental health in order to support my mental health. So embracing all my different identities created a lot more space for me to support my mental health, but then also really specifically acknowledging the ways that my mental health, how I manage mental health and how I need to manage mental health on a daily basis. NPS recognizing that everyone is managing components of their mental health on a daily basis has been really, really significant as well. So the second part, the second way that understanding these identities and how I carried my identities made a huge difference was in allowing me to create joy and purpose in my life. So one of the things that I recognized early on when I was really fighting myself to stay home with this baby all day was I thought that that should be my purpose. And... I had wanted that to be my purpose. I had worked really, really hard for many years to live out that purpose. And when it wasn't fulfilling and it was actually like detrimental to my mental health, that I had to really reexamine what brings me joy and purpose in the world. And a lot of it's connected to my work. And so that was a huge shift in my identity of like, holy crap, I thought I was going to be one way and now it's another way. And what does that mean in terms of who I am and who I'm becoming and how the world might judge me or how I'm judging myself, if I'm being honest. Over time, as I have been able to put labels on my identity and put names on my identity around daughter and wife and business owner and friend and colleague and storyteller and coach and athlete and student and many, many more, I've been able to see my purpose in so many different ways and in so many different layers, and then I've been able to create joy around that because joy is often connected to purpose. Now, that doesn't mean that we only find joy in things that bring us purpose because like I can find a lot of joy in doing a puzzle. I can find a lot of joy in sitting in the sun on the beach with a drink in my hand, and that's not necessarily like part of a grander purpose unless the purpose is relaxation, which by the way... (laughs) There should definitely be purpose and relaxation. That is definitely an appropriate purpose, but I mean kind of bigger purpose in terms of mission in life or impact in the world. So as we understand the identities that we carry and the identities that we're stepping into and becoming more of, we get more clear on our purpose and we get more clear on the purposes that we want to follow and the ways we want to have impact in the world and the different ways that we step into different missions and work toward different missions. And there's becomes often way more room for joy and a lot more innate joy just happens as we find fulfillment in those various purposes connected to those various identities. On top of that, when we have a sense of the identities that we carry, it's easier to just know what our go-to joy hits, as I like to call them, are. So a joy hit for me is like something where, you know, on a hard day and a hard minute, you just can like quickly resort to something or pull like a trick out of your back pocket to be like, this is the thing that's going to trigger joy for me. So you might have a certain song, you might have a certain candle that you light, you might have a certain workout that you do, you might have, like it might be getting a hug from your partner or your kid, like something that triggers joy for you when you're in those hard moments. When you know the identities that you carry, you can dial in those places and spaces to grab joy when you need it most way more quickly. So I know for me as an athlete, like if I don't work out for two or three days in a row, holy cow, like mama needs some joy (laughs) and it needs to come in the form of sweat. Or same thing with like being a friend. If I don't have a friend time for a long time, all of a sudden I'm like, holy cow, like I just want to have a like girl talk conversation. And I know that that's important to me because I've dialed in like there's a certain way that I want to show up in friendships right now. There's a certain way I want to be evolving friendships right now. I was laughing recently. I had dinner plans with a friend and we had had to book it kind of far out because of our schedules. So he booked it like, I don't know, a month out or something. And I had something open up sooner and I texted her and I was like, hey – I had something open up on this one night. Would you want to meet up then instead of the date we planned on a few weeks from now? And she's like, oh, well, can you no longer make that date that we planned in a few weeks? And I was like, no, I totally can. I'm just really excited to see you. So if you want to meet up earlier, I'm available. (laughs) So, But recognizing like that relationship means a lot to me. I'm so excited to catch up with that friend. What's funny is a few years ago when Vinny was really little, I would have been like, oh, thank God, I still have three weeks before I have to like, you know, put on nicer clothes to go to a restaurant at at 6 p.m. at night. (laughs) So recognizing those pieces of our identity and how they're evolving and how that allows us to cultivate joy and tap into our joy on a really regular basis is so, so significant. And then the third way that understanding these identities is gonna make a lot of difference for you is keeping you connected to the world as it evolves around you. So what I found in owning different pieces of my identity is that I'm tapped into the way that the world is supporting or not supporting the purposes that I want to support. And this has become really clear in the last few years since like 2016, where I'm like, oh, like I know my mission in life to support other women and to support women in growth and leadership and helping women show up and shine and take up space. And so as I see the world evolve around me, I can see how there's more room for me or more opportunity for me to be supportive of that mission in different ways based on what's happening in an ever-changing world. And so you might see this. I know I had worked with a mom for years who was like really connected to making sure that one of her core values of supporting the planet and climate change was a huge part of how she showed up and had impact in the world. And so that was really connected into her identity and then connected into the way that she participated in the world as it was evolving around her. And of course, there's you know no shortage of ways to support our changing planet right now, our dramatically changing planet. And so she was constantly digging into that piece of her identity to be like, how can I be a better citizen as it relates to like using less plastic and building in a certain way and buying in a certain way and investing in a certain way. And that's super significant when you have that sense of who you are and you have that sense of what your core values are and what your mission is and how you want to leave a legacy so that allows you to be in that place of being connected to the world as it evolves around you and then continuing to shift and pivot and be nimble to respond to the ever evolving world. And so for me what happened is I was able to step out of this like freeze frame which is the first year or couple years of motherhood where you're like I cannot even see anything outside of the walls of my home because there's so much chaos in newborn land and then recognizing like okay when I now I'm like finally coming out of the funky fog I now can see, oh, here's what's happening in the world. And based on who I am becoming and what I stand for and what I believe in and what I support, here's how I want to show up and be connected to that purpose or that cause or that mission. Here's how I want to show up and you know use my gifts to be a part of change or use my gifts to lead in certain ways that support the things that matter most to me and that support my core values and that support the ways that I want to have impact in the world they're specifically designed to combat Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should Payday? The money you earn now can be in your hands today with earn in. earn in. is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Super, super easy to use. You just download the Earnin In app and verify your paycheck. Then you can access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, and subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max and location. See earnin.com/tos for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. So those are the three ways that understanding the identities that you carry really make a huge huge difference in terms of how you continue on your path of becoming and evolving as you are a mom. So number one is, again, supporting your mental health and really recognizing, like, what do I need? And how am I making sure that I'm taken care of? Next is allowing yourself to be able to create joy and purpose in your life and be able to tap into that joy and purpose at every turn. And then lastly, keeping connected to the world as the world's evolving around you. So I want you to think about as you're processing this and you're thinking this through and you're thinking through like, what are your different identities? And if you want to like push pause and do a little brain dump of your identities, feel free to do that. It's really fun. Or just like start a list on your phone and like add to it over time because you will find it's like a never ending list. You can be like sister, aunt, daughter, you know, neighbor, citizen, I know for me, it's like always expanding into like not tinier roles, but like different, it's just adding to the list of labels. So like podcaster and speaker and writer. And it's like these little more nuanced things that I do that I don't even think about until I've done them for a while. I know recently or in recent years, I've added skier, which that took me a while to add. I was like, is that really my identity? <laughs> like, am I just trying this out or is this sticking around? So all sorts of things. Cam- I would put camper on there. Like I camp once a year, but I love it. Like, I want to be a camper. <laughs> so what are the things that you want to be, have as part of your identity? And then thinking, how do you want to show up in 2022 in order to step more fully into the identities that you carry or that you want to carry? What action steps will you take in 2022 to become the person you want to become? And how will you conscientiously and strategically work toward what you want and how you want to feel? So those three questions, those are really big questions. And I know I just like dumped really big questions on you. So here's what I'm going to ask you to do with those questions. If you were a journaler, write those questions down as a journal prompts and use them over the course of the next week or so, especially as we're kind of in this phase of preparing for a new year. If you're struggling with these questions, please, please join us for my fourth annual plan and prep pajama party on January 15th. So if you flew through this episode and you're like, yep, I got it, you are welcome to come to my plan and prep pajama party because I know that I can kick your butt still. (laughs) I can kick your butt into action for 2022 no matter what. But if any of this was major ahas for you or big, huge like, oh, holy cow, I have some work I need to do and I don't know where to get started. Or I don't even know what my goals are for 2022. I don't know who I'm becoming. I feel lost and stuck. Then for sure, I want you to be at the plan and prep pajama party. So on January 15th, this is going to be a three hour virtual workshop. This is my fourth year running it. The plan and prep pajama party came to be because I was like, hey, I want to bring a whole bunch of moms together in their pajamas right after the new year. And I just want us to like show up on Zoom. This was four years ago, by the way, before Zoom was like a normal everyday thing for everyone. (laughs) So I was like, I want us to show up on this fancy new thing called Zoom in our pajamas with our coffee, maybe a mimosa, like whatever works for you. And strategically plan out the new year. So during the course of this three hour virtual workshop, I walk us through a handful of exercises in order for you to put together a simple yet strategic plan for the year, including a 90 day action plan to help you kick off the year. So it kicks you off with a 90 day action plan where you know exactly what you're going to do in those first 90 days after the plan and prep pajama party. Additionally, I'm adding in some new surprises and new activities into the plan and prep pajama party, which I think are going to completely rock your world. So if you've come before and you're like, I don't know, do I need to go again? Yes, you do. And if you've never come before, also, yes, you do need to come too, because it's going to be really fantastic. I've been testing some of these new activities in various groups recently. I did it for a group at Amazon and they loved it. I did it for a group inside of my Tenacious Mamas Mastermind and they were like completely blown away by how powerful one of these new exercises was for them. So I'm really excited to bring some new elements in this year. So if you wanna join us, you can go to shamelessmom.com pajama party to get signed up. And right now we're offering early bird pricing, super limited time. We're almost at the end of our early bird window. So go to shamelessmom.com pajama party to get signed up and I will see you on January 15th If this episode was helpful and you know other mamas who are struggling with their identity, please, please, please share it. You can send them a link to the episode. You can screenshot it and send it them the screenshot. You can tag me in the screenshot. I will always comment back and reshare if you tag me. Please, please share this though with other mamas who are struggling because here's the thing: we are so lost after we have these babies, and we don't have to stay lost and we don't have to stay alone. So keep reaching out and connecting with the new mamas in your life so that they don't have to feel stuck and they don't have to feel alone. And then I really, really hope to see you on January 15th at the plan and prep pajama party as well. Have a great day. And I'll be back on Wednesday with a fantastic interview.